Ready? Do you Queen. Want, do you want to do the intro? Oh, what's the intro? Yeah, tell me. I'll do it. Just whatever you want the intro to be. Oh, right. you don't have to look at this. Just whatever you feel. I feel like I've done the intro. This is my 25th episode, so. Your 25th episode? Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Let's fucking go. I know. Quarter 25 of sitting on 25 mil. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I love it. Okay, you guys. If you haven't, like been told or if you haven't noticed from the title of the episode um i am with an icon today You're right. serena fucking fucking kerrigan <laughs> okay so this is just um a quick little it's not a trigger warning well it is for my dad only like my dad anyone in my family just don't listen to this you can but like it's gonna be really uncomfortable my parents are definitely gonna listen to this so <laughs> So I'm so excited to share it with them. Perfect. <laughs> but, well, I can't think of a better person to have on because this is a topic that I really like. don't ever talk about, but mainly because I... Wait, what's the topic? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Is this sporking? Like, check? Literally, I walk into Serene's apartment and I see this hot pink dildo sitting on her coffee table and I'm like, um, what is that? I was like, don't worry, it hasn't been inside. I mean, it's my content dildo, okay, y'all? <laughs> Not yet, at least. Not yet. At least. But, okay, so getting into things, like, we have so much to talk about, so... I feel like everybody already knows you, but for anybody who doesn't know you, just a little, like, background. Because you're a smart, educated girl, too. Like, you're not just, like, an internet personality, like, TikTok girl. I'm an icon. Instagram, Come yes. On, an entrepreneur. Yes. All of the things. So, you grew up in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. My name's Serena. My mom's name is Lily. So, like, Gossip Girl was literally based off of my life. I'm <laughs> no way. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. And I, I, like, went to, like... You grew up on the Upper West Side, not East, but whatever. You look give me, like, uh, Lily vibes, too. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Is that because everyone on TikTok thinks I'm, like, 50? <laughs> Do they really? Sometimes people are like, are you 25 or 46? And I'm like, uh, neither. I'm 27. I'm okay so I'm gonna be honest before we did this I did do like a little google search because as you should come research because I'm coming prepared right exactly I was like I need to have good questions because yeah. I only have an hour of your time so I did see that you were 27 and honestly I feel like anybody who is between the ages of like 22 to like 32 is are just kind of like the same age to 100% me. everybody's just in like that same stage of life right so I went grew up in New York City I went to Duke um, I studied Dude. English. Yeah, go Devils, baby. My ex boyfriend. That was his dream school. He he didn't get in, but I loved Duke in high school because of him. Yeah, so. loved Duke. Had the best time there. That's where SFK, that persona, Serena Fucking Kerrigan, was born. Okay. Um, and then I, I I studied English and visual media studies. Really knew that I wanted to get into content. I graduated with like 15 people in my major. And the other day, I actually saw a TikTok where it's a Duke student being like. The Bachelor guys like came to our creator influencer class, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Because like when I went to Duke, the, I was kind of ridiculed for like wanting to maybe pursue something in content because everyone wanted to be a doctor, or a lawyer, like public policy, econ. Yeah, and I was like, "No, like I'm just gonna. I know what I, I want to be a filmmaker. Like I want to make content, whatever it is." And then I worked at Refinery Twenty Nine for three and a half years, and then I jumped ship two weeks before the pandemic. That's so crazy. What was your role at Refinery? I was a producer. I started as an intern and I worked my way up. So I did like Facebook Live, Snapchat, Instagram content, and then YouTube content. For okay. Place. And you were like the person that was in all of their content too. I, was, I produced and I, and I starred and like hosted and, and was talent too. Yeah. Okay. So prior to leaving your role at Refinery 22, 20, 29, 29. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like what number is it? Um, so prior to leaving there, did you have like a following on social media yet or was it during quarantine? that you really like popped off I think I maybe have like around 20 25k so like okay. I, I grew a substantial following from my work at refinery and also just like having this like fun persona that I love to play 
But it was really quarantine where I popped off because, one, it became my full-time job. Right. Like, I just quit two weeks before lockdown. You know, that was just Mm -hmm. the name of the game. And also because I think when, you know, lockdown happened, I was like, oh, wow, like, this is only going to last, like, three weeks. And everyone's on their phone for three weeks. Yeah. So, like, I need to just pump out content left and right. And something that I felt really comfortable doing was going live because I did so much live content. Yeah. So I started going live. And that's, I think was so great because when you're live like you're just you like there's yeah. no like editing hiding like you're just so authentically yourself and I think that's really when the audience grew and then of course let's fucking date yeah us. well I think also going live too it takes a special kind of person that can just Definitely. like get in front of a camera and just be very natural and yourself and I feel like you have to like like talk 20 like you can have gaps of like stillness and yeah like it, you know and engaging sure. in your audience if like you're interviewing or you're sitting with someone like how to kind of it's definitely like a skill set that you have to feel comfortable doing yeah. yeah for sure so when you were at refinery and you had like your own following before were you kind of known for like refineries content or was it like your own personality I think it was a bit of both okay. I think like I was I try to be myself as much as possible at refinery in that content because it was me but um I think people thought, you know, this persona and this, like, bad bitch energy was really interesting. I think at first, I didn't show that much of myself on social media. Like, I think I was, I think I was playing this character so much that it almost seemed, like, unrelatable. Yeah. It made me feel confident to, like, kind of hide behind this, like, baddie persona. Yeah. And then when quarantine happened and I was live, people were like, oh, shit. Like, she's not just as okay. She's also Serena. And that's yeah. why I also felt more comfortable sharing more and more and more. And people want, you know, that's why I think that you're also such a, you know, successful, amazing creator. It's like, you're very authentically yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the name of the game. It's giving people access into your life. Um, yeah. And, and that's what I've been doing. It's definitely giving people like a very vulnerable look at who you are. And like when you do that, you're just opening people to opinions about you. And some people just like you or they just don't. And like you literally can't change that. But something that's hard about being like your own brand, which you are very much mm-hmm. like let's fucking date and let's fucking fuck like your car game, all of that. Like when I think of that, I think of Serena Kerrigan. Like I think of you and that's like a person as a brand. Whereas, and like, if people don't like that brand, it's a lot harder Mm -hmm. than if you were like, Oh, I don't like Walmart or like a specific brand that's unattached to a specific person. Like it's so hard to kind of, uh, like dissect the two. You can't separate it. Right. But that being said, in life, not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. Because you don't like everyone. So, you exactly. know. I think that before, people were very intimidated by the SFK thing. They were like, her middle name's fucking. Like, she's so, you know, she talks about sex. She's so open. She's so direct and bold and a little polarizing. But I yeah. think that that's... Ultimately, I want people to follow me that fuck with me, get it, like, or want to feel empowered. And the people that don't want to follow me, I'm, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with that. You well, know? people are just... They're intimidated. Right. It's about them. It has nothing to do with me. Like, I, I yeah. ultimately, I think my purpose in life is just to make people feel go- good about themselves. Like, that's really yeah. what my content is aimed to do. Well, that's why you're here today. And we're going to talk all about it. And hopefully, all of my girls listening, because, I mean, there are definitely some people of all ages and yes. every, every walk of form out there that listens. But I feel like, for me, there's a lot of conversation that's not had about, like, your sexual health too. And mm-hmm. I talk a lot about like mental health and physical health and yeah. friendships and all of that stuff. But I do feel like in your twenties, this is like our time to grow into women and like blossom into who we can be. Mm-hmm. And I think one of those things is like being open about your sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so I look at you and I'm like, Oh my God, like I wish I could talk like that. So instead of me talking like that, I'm going to have you talk about okay, it. Okay. But I want to talk about let's fucking date. Cause that's exactly where it like all really started. Mm-hmm. So 
I know you said that it came up with the idea because you were like, okay, it's only gonna be three weeks. People are all on their phones. So this was something that was like planned that you had in your mind of like, I'm gonna strategize this to get people to watch this and hopefully like this will take off the career. Absolutely not. No? No. Okay, I love that because- yeah. No way. Like I was literally going live because I was fucking bored and like <laughs> single. Yeah. And I was very interested in the fact that like, like when I, when quarantine, when lockdown happened, I was alone in my Lower East Side apartment my parents were uptown and I wasn't going to see them. I didn't want to like kill them. And then, <laughs> um, you know, my roommate left and with her boyfriend and a lot of my friends left with their boyfriends and went to the Hamptons or they went to Connecticut and I was stuck alone. And like this guy that I was, was my neighbor that I was kind of seeing like blew me off. And I was like, what are singles meant to do during quarantine? Like, that's like something that like is not being discussed. Like everyone's feeling isolated, but like what happens when you're like actually alone yeah. and can't date? And so I kept talking about that as I went live every single day. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was like, what if I like dated someone on live? But it yeah. was never like, I'm going to, I'm going to make a TV show and I'm going to have a separate Instagram account. And they're going to, no. And by the way, anyone who's listening to this that like wants to build something or be a creator, or want to build a series, like start just small with an idea. Let's just go do it once. I was like, let's just do the date, see how it goes. It was like a disaster. Like I had blindfolds on. <laughs> the guy that I went no blindfolds. We did blindfolds at first. Okay. Like, what didn't make because I was like, it was impossible. Also, like you know, the guy that I was on a date with, like a friend of his, in the room, like doing like work on his computer. So I was like, is this like a date? It was so like the first episode is how every first thing. I'm sure your first episode as yeah. well. It's not going to be the best, but it's a great jumping off point. So you just have to start. And so I started, and then. People were like, you have to do it again. And mm-hmm. then again. And then we were like, oh, wow. And then we were like, we want to find a way to like save the episodes, get the audience involved, give like fun facts, like do more content. And then we were like, okay, maybe it makes sense to like start a separate page for this. But I remember yeah. like I didn't even have a name for the show. I asked my following, I was like, what should I call my, my dating show? And they were like, fucking Serena Carrigan. And I was like, no. Like, that's like, that's <laughs> yeah, the name that's of like, my porno. Yeah, like, like that's a little. <laughs> it's like, no, that's the name of my porno, which will come out at some point. Just kidding. And then, <laughs> maybe. But, or let's fucking date. And then that was, so it was from the get go, like a very community run show. Also, like, it was live on Instagram. They were in the comments. They were like, they were submitting the guys that I was dating. So yeah. from the start, like, I was very, my audience has been very involved in my track and like in the success of the show. And the card game originated from, literally like having wanting to ask the people on my show like fun questions that like wasn't like the name game you know yeah. like because it wasn't a first date it was also a tv show on instagram for sure so one of my questions which you just kind of answered and just for anybody who like doesn't know look yeah. up literally google serena kerrigan and you can do a whole like background check do a deep dive baby the fbi my girls i know you're the fbi you will yes. find anything you want spark notes is basically during quarantine she got on instagram live and she started like blind dating guys Every and week, then yeah Saving the episodes, people got like super involved, and then you did like little after show type after things. show always okay. for an hour, like, and people would come on and say if they liked or didn't like the guy. Yeah. And by the way, guys, this was in quarantine, so this was in a time where like no one was doing anything on a Friday night, mm-hmm. so this became like the thing to do. Like, it's like a new TV show. Yeah, like Remy Bader used to get really into it. Like, so many creators, like now that I'm friends with, were like, wait, dude, I literally fucking watched your show every week. Yeah, which is just so funny. Yeah, but it was a TV show, and it was also like a party because of the comment section. It was super super fun. I dated 50 guys in 2020, which is oh insane. Oh my goodness. So out of those 50 guys, how many of them did you feel like you actually formed a connection with? I mean, I'm still single. I think, that, <laughs> like, I think that in the beginning, in the very beginning, when it was like, literally, this was my only way of dating, I was definitely like, there was a couple guys that I was like, okay, so like after the show would end, we'd like FaceTime, like are just by ourselves. And like, it was fun. But like, ultimately, as it got more popular, it became less 
real, right? It's like yes. going on The Bachelor, it's going on any of those dating shows. It's like when a camera's in the room, like you're not, like it's very difficult to actually establish, like is this real or is this fake? Yeah, for sure. That was one of my questions was, did you feel like there was a lot of pressure um, just because it was like you were dating people for other people's entertainment 100%. rather than like for your own good and like for your own interest. Yes. But like ultimately like I've always wanted to be a content creator. Obviously I, I, it was right place, right time, right idea speaking to like, a, you know, inspiring people to go on their FaceTime dates, like which yeah. is great. I just think that like, there was like a villain in season one. There was like drama. I dated Fibula from TikTok. He, he was like, yeah. he was like a runner up. So funny. And we're like really good friends. Now. But like it, in the third season, I did three seasons of the show. In the third season, I let the audience pick a winner because I never picked one. I always picked myself because I'm the fucking winner. Um, <laughs> and I remember just like feeling a lot of pressure to like the guy and thinking almost like literally like, and by the way, I fully thought I liked the guy like a yeah. lot. I didn't even know him, but I thought I really liked him. And now looking back, I'm like, I think I felt a lot of pressure to like him from the, you know, just from the show. I'm not going to yeah. like the audience because they just wanted to support me. But like, I think dating on camera or having so many other opinions about your love life can get complicated and pressure and put a lot of pressure. guys we are one week away from valentine's day and if you have not gotten your valentine a gift yet don't worry there's still plenty of time i have linked a bunch of my ideas on macy's.com forward slash fow i have games candles things you can buy your boyfriend clothes things you can buy yourself but if you absolutely cannot think of anything you can never go wrong with getting somebody a gift card and it doesn't need to be boring either. You can make the gift card kind of into like an activity that you guys can do together, whether that's going to the store together to use the gift card or maybe you're like sitting down, you're having a night in, maybe you make dinner, you're watching a show and then you're shopping online together. can still be fun and you can get a gift card from Macy's at macy's.com forward slash gift cards. Relationship to succeed or not or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And now, ever since that you like started that too, you just kind of opened this door for people to have opinions about your relationships and be like, oh, this person's not good for you or you're not good for them. And I feel like now, how has that kind of changed the way that you share relationships mm -hmm. and potential interests on like social media? Right now, everything I do is for the plot. Everything I do is to have experiences. <laughs> like I'm not like looking to settle. I can settle down. Like my whole brand is about doing it for the plot. Like just having fun like experiencing things so my audience don't doesn't have to like I'll do for you literally yeah and I think like I you know I'm not in, in an age right now or a state of being right now where I want to like settle down I think that if I met someone like unbelievably amazing I assume that if I really liked someone so 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 much I'd probably keep them off social until like yeah. I developed that relationship with them but for now like I don't care if someone's like I mean, I just like went to Miami with a random guy and like everyone yeah. was weighing in like, he's your husband. He's gross. Like, I hate that he said like full send. Like, I hate like what he's and I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm doing this. You go have an opinion. But yeah. your opinion isn't going to like affect my opinion of the situation because also like you have to realize like social media to some degree, like it's very produced. Like we share what we want to share. We don't share what we don't want to share. And so you always have to take everything with a grain of salt with whatever anyone's sharing. Like yeah. rarely do people show themselves crying, fighting like in a bad mood, like, and I do appreciate when creators do that, 
because it's like we all go through it and I yeah. try to do it a lot I think it's super cringe when I cry on camera but I really do try <laughs> yeah I, like I'm like sometimes I'm like I don't want to take out my phone right now but I know if I do it'll make someone feel better right yeah so but. it's like that balance between I don't want to cry because I don't want people to think that I want people to feel bad for me but it's also like this is part of my life and it's part of like reality and to show those glimpses of it it kind of brings you back down to earth and like gives you that humanity I guess but also people are always gonna have opinions always you're gonna think you're doing something for attention or you're doing something to get a brand deal or you're doing like let them fucking think that because you know Mm -hmm. what the truth is and as long as you know the truth you're golden well that is definitely some advice I can take from you because as much as I preach it into this microphone every week that like you shouldn't care what people think obviously at the end of the day I do care because when you are a content creator your career like truly relies on people's opinions of you and like as long as they want to support you Mm -hmm. so the second that they decide that they don't like you and they don't like what you stand for it does hurt like a lot and so I feel like I can learn from you how to just be confident with that Mm -hmm. so my last two questions about um let's fucking date and then we'll get into like what you're doing now which is so cool um you mentioned that so your followers were submitting the people for you yeah right so how were you kind of vetting through oh I wasn't every day was blind I had a producer do it oh okay so you had somebody else pick the people for you okay so I'm doing something similar for my sister right now where I had all of the girls that follow me submit their brothers their cousins their (laughs) ex-boyfriends yeah (laughs) whoever to like date my sister and it's all on a Google form and I have to go through and like pick these people Mm. for my sister and I'm gonna like vet them through on my podcast and then like I'm gonna have the people pick who they think she should date and then like Eventually, at the end, she'll get to meet, like, three guys, and then we can all pick. But... Very um, LFD energy. I love it. Yeah. Do it. I literally, like, thought of you when I was thinking of this. But also, too, I mean, nothing else is working. So, like, why not just try a podcast? It's a little, like, untraditional. But people go on reality TV, and it can work. Then, like, why not a podcast? I love it. Um, So, they were picking people for you. Do you think that that helped or hurt? Because, like... I know myself, I think that I have a type. And so sometimes, or just anyone out there, you think you have a type and you continuously gravitate towards those people, but then it never works out. Mm -hmm. Do you think it helped having like someone that was not you pick? I think that ultimately we, you know, on dating apps, we tend to be very judgmental based off of four photos and like a prompt. And let's be fucking real. Heterosexual men take terrible photos, <laughs> choose terrible photos, are just not, like, you know, as in touch with that side of themselves as women are. Yeah. Straight women are. So I think we're hyper judgmental. And I, I this was, this point was literally proven yesterday when I was looking at, like, my old matches. And, like, I realized I've been, like, seeing one of the guys that I had matched with. Like, I've been seeing him. Like, I met him out. And, like, I've yeah. seen him. We've gone on a couple, like. And you didn't realize it was him. Didn't even realize him. And I'm like, see, but that's the thing. And I bar- ignored him on the dating app. Like, I, we matched, but I never responded. See? Yeah. So that, so when Let's Fucking Date, I was like, I want it to be blind. I don't ever want to know anything about them because I don't want to go in with a preconceived notion of who they are. Right. And I would really advise if you're dating right now, like, swipe on someone who's not your type. Swipe on someone who looks cute in their three photos. Maybe not their fourth, but just do it anyway. Yeah. People, it's not about what they look like. It's about their energy and the energy Mm -hmm. that they give off. And you might be really, really, really pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I feel like there's always those people when you go out that you're attracted to somebody just based off like how you vibe. But then you see them on social media and you're like, you are so like granola. Like you're so boring. That's not the Or they would say to me, like for me, like I think the, what I have really an issue with is like SFK is like hot as fuck and like, I mean, (laughs) also, So, like, physically hot, obviously, but also just, like, very, like, 
bold personality on social media. And I think I'm a lot calmer in real life and a lot. The first thing guys always say, I'm like, you're so chill. And I'm like, yeah, because that's my job. Yeah. And like, it's just like, that's like social media is our job. Mm -hmm. And we have a personal life and a professional life. And it's really difficult when those are two are blended when you're trying to date because the person's just like, this is who she is. I'm like, well, there's so much more to the story. Yeah, for sure. One of my questions is, do you think that um, dating on the show, do you think that that, helped give you confidence like within your dating life because you had so many people watching you uh, so many people watching also so much practice I think that people are like I've been dating forever and it's like not working is it me I'm like no it's not you it's you sometimes you have to listen dating fucking sucks until you find the person that's literally how that's what everyone says it just it sucks and it's work and you know and then you find the person and you're like it was all that was worth it I think Mm -hmm. the struggle is the point I think like if you're listening and you feel frustrated focus on your career focus on becoming financially independent spend time with your friends work out have fun party you do not have to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend like you don't have to settle down right this second like you have a long beautiful life out of you so just in live in the now live in the present so speaking of the present um tell everybody what you're working on right now and kind of like the card game and all of that stuff and just also like what are your what are your goals like long term Mm -hmm. okay cool so i've launched three card games let's fucking date let's fucking fuck and let's fucking play i've i've played the let's fucking fuck one. I played it with um, two. <laughs> I, I won't give specific. I played it with four, three other people. And it was just kind of like weird because I'm like, uh, I'm like speaking to the one person, but then like they're both in the room. And I'm like, maybe this is a test for me to like just be a little bit more confident and like not so like, you know, yeah. kind of weird about things. Okay, Jenna. I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, but I've played it before. It's a great game. And it definitely, definitely, like, gets you out of your comfort zone. Have for you played sure. with a guy? I have. With two other people in the room. Okay, let's so, play maybe without. Why don't you play with Connor? Okay. Okay, maybe that would be an... Oh, God. I did so I mean, I assume you have sex, right? It's okay. <laughs> I think she's getting all... I mean, it's your boyfriend. It's okay. It's normal. Oh, my God. I played... <laughs> you said you were like, hey, Serena, I wanted to talk about sex on this episode. Well, we're going to talk about sex. I didn't say my sex. Okay, fine, fine. Jenna, Jenna and Connor don't have sex. Sorry, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Well, what I was going to say was we played um, We're Not Really Strangers mm-hmm. the first time I did an episode with him. So maybe one of these days That'd we'll be nice. break out one you, of your cards. Or you games. can play Let's Fucking Date. It's a little less... Okay. A little more your speed, maybe. So w- the three different games are right. meant for what are the settings for each? Right. So I think date was our OG game. Like I think you can play it on a first date. You can play it if you're in a relationship, if you're a spouse, if you're in a group of friends. Let's fucking fuck is like the dirtier, raunchier older sister. Like it's me in a game, right? <laughs> maybe you're LFP and I'm LFF. Okay. Yeah. And then LFP, it was I really wanted to make a game because I, you know, was doing a lot of confidence coaching during the pandemic. And I am the queen of confidence. So I wanted yeah. to make a game that was like, you know, just back to my roots and about confidence. So I called it at first, I called it Let's Fucking Grow. And my team was like, it sounds like what's going to be the marketing? Like you as a tree. And I was yeah. like, like a plant growing. And <laughs> no, I was like, like no. I like, thought of like a bacteria cell. I'm going to be honest. So there you go. Like it's COVID. We're growing. It's, just, it's, <laughs> an, it's an absolute no. So I was like, you know, what would be like, what, what does self-love mean? And, you know. We're going to talk about sex, Jenna, okay? Yeah. Okay. No, we I are. Think We're going to get so into it. so much about, you know, really, especially women. Like, listen, we can orgasm and we don't have to have a, you know, we don't, like, men orgasm and they, there's semen that comes out and then they get people pregnant. Us, we can orgasm just because we fucking can. And that, <laughs> and being able to make yourself orgasm 
is incredible and essential for when you have a partner because you once you know what you want then you can communicate what you want to them and then they can make you happy and sex is a two person thing it's not just about one person's pleasure so it's so important to masturbate and be comfortable with your own sexuality and i and you know i think ultimately like self-pleasure is the ultimate act of self-love being able to make yourself happy without anyone else Okay. Oh yeah. Orgasm with anyone else. So I wanted to normalize masturbation because I've been doing it since I was like legit four years old, like humping everything. No. I used to hump everything, like in preschool, like all the chairs, all the corners of tables, and my my teachers literally called my parents into a conference. They're like, "Wait, we need to talk about Serena's humping problem." And my parents were like, "Just do it in private." Jeez. And I was like, "I don't want to. I want like eyes on me all the time." Oh my god. Anyway. It's okay. We've solved that problem no, no, no. to at, some degree. At what age did you realize like what you were actually doing? I knew that it was wrong because like like you just feels like you're touching your private part. <laughs> but like also my parents were like, listen, like you can do it. We love that you're doing it. Like fucking go, girl, go. But like literally just do it in your room. Like please. <laughs> and it was like it was a little touch and go. Like I definitely like did it in school like too much. It was so weird. But like whatever. Very important that you are, you know, just you know your body. That being said, we made that game so you can either, it's just like the other two where you can play with friends, you can play on a date, like, you know, if you're a couple, but you can also play completely by yourself. Okay. So it's like a very intimate, sexy game. It's also very sexual. Okay. Yeah. No, I like that because I feel like how often are you getting in touch with your own self, like through a card game? Every single card game I've ever seen in my life is intended for like a group of people. So I think that is cool, especially like maybe that's the way that you kind of segue into being comfortable comfortable is like starting playing the game by yourself and like really thinking about those questions and your answers and reflecting on your own like sexuality and then being able to then maybe like you get a little more comfortable and then you can play the game with other people i feel like there you go jen's gonna play alone yeah who knows if you got an extra card here i I do i might take it over to closet full i'm staying at lily's apartment tonight i might gotta lock the door for like five minutes no i'm just (laughs) i love the branding too by the way all of your photo shoots that you do i'm like it gives me like Britney vibes, but like Serena. Love Britney. Love. Like love. Britney Serena. Okay, there you go. Love this. To take Beautiful. It is like my P- my first PR from you. Oh my god, love. Uh, you're on the list, girl. You're on the list, girl now. 100%. Love it. So you started the card game and that's going obviously so well. I see TikToks all the time. I love when you post like people will send you screenshots yeah. and stuff of like, I played this game, literally broke the headboard. Like I love that. I mean, the sales that day were fucking insane like it was like you know I think that if you're listening and you want to like launch your product like I I didn't realize like how epic it is when it goes viral on TikTok like the way that and it just it makes sense like people you know sex is taboo and I want to be the Samantha Jones of my generation and make it really like palatable and like make people like you feel more comfortable to kind of just be open about it because listen it's natural it's a part of it's why we're here literally our parents created us somehow not that I want to like think about that but it's true it's just like it's normal and I grew up in a very like obviously liberal open household my mom's from Argentina my dad's not from here so it's like I think that that's also I'm almost an only child also was humping everything when I was little so there we go (laughs) so I just like I want to make people feel comfortable to talk about it because ultimately the more we talk about it and the less the more we talk about it we remove the shame and when we remove the shame we feel happier and better about things but also we're more healthy and we make smarter and safer choices yeah it's like when I've you know I heard that so my friends were like, you know, my mom doesn't want to give me condoms or birth control because then I'll have sex. It's like, you're going to have sex regardless. Yeah. So it's least, better to have all the information yeah. and, and also just the comfortability of it. Because if there's so much shame, then you can't ask for what you want. And it, it's not fun. Like, yeah. it should be fun. It's a fun thing to do. It feels good. 
Yeah, for sure. I love that. And so the card games are going amazing. And then you're also doing, are you still doing the confidence coaching? I stopped doing the confidence coaching because I, you know, I wanted to make it really accessible. It's also, it was, it's so interesting to me how, you know, I coached 150 women during 2020 and there were ages, ages ranging from like 14 to 60 years old. Yeah. And they all came to me and they're like, I just like, they all felt like their problems were so unique to them. Yes. And I was like, no, it's actually like a systemic issue of like the patriarchy and capitalism where it's Mm -hmm. like, if you like, ultimately like capitalism is designed to be buy things and we buy things when we feel insecure, we buy makeup, we buy cute clothes, right? Like that's like it's predicate. We buy weight. Think about the weight loss industry, the beauty industry, those industries were still booming during the pandemic because when we feel insecure, we want to buy something that's going to fix that. So we don't, society doesn't want us to be confident. And so my thing is like, I want to make sure that women I wish you got goosebumps. That was so good. Thanks. You know, I rehearsed for you, Jenna. <laughs> but no, but like, I think, you know, it's really, I feel like I'm, I was literally put on this planet to like make people realize their self-worth and just like how you were born with confidence. Like you really were. And you grew up and you, someone made a comment to you, maybe your parent, maybe yeah. you looked on the TV and you saw Victoria's Secret runway and you're like, what the fuck? I don't look like that. There's something at some point you started to realize that you weren't maybe perfect. By the way, everyone feels this way at some point, even the most people that you think might be look perfect, are perfect, whatever. There's no such thing. Mm-hmm. And what happens is we begin, we have to unlearn that. We have to unlearn that narrative that like we aren't like literally perfect the way that we are, mm-hmm. you know, and that narrative of like what's beautiful, what's cool, what you should be doing. Like that's like for you to decide, like you decide the identity of who you are and like yeah. you're a baddie and I'm here to remind you of that. <laughs> I love that. And also too, like everybody who makes those, there's always that like, one family member or one friend or one person in your life that makes those like little snarky comments and they may not think that it like really has that much of an effect but then that might be something that sits with you and it festers and all of those comments and like people that are making you feel insecure it's literally stemming from their own insecurity always always. because always like literally the energy that you put out is the energy that you attract and if you're putting out negativity then like you're you're bringing in negativity to yourself and it's only going to put more out fully and i believe that words are when i did confidence coaching like i had like many principles and one of them was like whoever said sticks and stones break my bones words will never hurt me is that is that a liar a liar <laughs> words have so much weight yeah. right so the way that you talk about yourself like i noticed you came in here today and you were like i kind of like look like a businesswoman i had to, and i was like you look amazing I was like, don't ever speak fucking badly about yourself. You weren't, but you, yeah. were, you were close, right? Like you yeah. were close to like, you know, you look beautiful and incredible and professional as you should with your little sparkly mic. <laughs> so you. I think it's like never, ever, you're allowed to feel something. I don't feel great. I feel like a businesswoman. That was fine because yeah. feelings go away. But when you say I am this, I am ugly, I am whatever, like that's when th- that becomes cemented in who you are. So no, so I think like you really decide who you are and that is so important and I literally when I was like I'm the queen of confidence like that's just mm-hmm. it and now I think everyone can agree like I am the fucking queen of confidence right but that's yeah. because I decided it and I was like I'm hot and everyone's like okay like and I remember one point <laughs> someone people were like people were like what did you do like you look so good I'm like I literally just started to believe that I looked good and then everyone mirrors that yeah so, and the people that don't literally who fucking cares mm-hmm. who cares 
Like, yeah. literally, who gives a shit? It's not about you. It's about them. I love that. I think that's literally such a good point. Like, I think that I'm somebody that's, like, confident in myself, but then you catch me doing things like that. I'm like, wow, I actually was being kind of negative. And then I, like, preach all of these things to people, and then I, I often, like, reflect, and I'm like, who am I to give advice when I do these same things to myself? And sometimes you actually just have to, like, you're stop yourself and being. slap yourself on the wrist a little bit. Well, and be also like, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Like, if I said something, just, this is how I I think about it. I treat myself like my best friend, right? So if my best friend walked into the room, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, your outfit's so fucking ugly. I would never say that. I'd be like, ooh, I like that, but maybe not for tonight. Like maybe let's work, like, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. I would never, right? So if you really start to speak to yourself in the mirror every single day, every fucking day, I have mirrors all over my apartment, right? Like ev- mm-hmm. actually everywhere. You become to become <laughs> best friends with yourself. And like, how would you ever speak to yourself? If you got ghosted, if your best friend got ghosted, mm-hmm. would you say like, yeah, obviously like you would get ghosted. No, you'd be like, fuck that guy. Literally yeah. what a dick. Bye next. Move on. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So we have to be kind to ourselves. I think it's a lot easier to give people advice saying like, this is what I would do. But then when you are in that situation, exactly like getting ghosted, then you like, you don't allow yourself to take that own advice because it's so much harder to do so when it's yourself. So that's why you go in front of your mirror. Love and that. you almost look at yourself like a different person, mm-hmm. like a best friend. I love right? that. So if you can do, it's, that's the thing about the mirror. It's like, it's, there's, a, there's a human figure there. So you start talking to that person like you're so best friend. It's easier. It's easier to be kind to yourself in those situations. Yeah. I love that. So do you have any tips of like small things you can do? Every day mirror. Every day all the time. Okay. You are your own best friend. If your best friend walked into your living room, you know, into your apartment, would you say hi to her? Would you acknowledge her? If there's a fucking puddle on the sidewalk and you see your reflection, you are being like, hey, bitch, what's up? I love you. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Okay. I love that. I'm going to have to start doing that. A hundred percent. It will change your life. I honestly might have to make like a little phone reminder for me to do that. I literally will text you every day. I mean, like, did you talk to yourself in the mirror today? Okay. <laughs> I will. Maybe I'll just change your entire, I mean, people DM me all the time. I mean, like you changed my life. I'm like, you changed your life. I just gave you the tools to do so. And it's so interesting to me. Someone came to a friend of mine who's a makeup artist came to my apartment and was like, I feel like everyone hates me. And I said, okay, we're going in front of the mirror right now. And she goes, I can't do it. I can't look at myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? What do you, it's you. And she's like, she started crying. Rying, and I was like, "See, no one hates you. Yeah. You're projecting your feelings about yourself on everyone else. No one give, no one's thinking about you. Mm-hmm. But if you can even look in the mirror and be like, I love you. You're my best friend. You, the one person who's a constant in your life forever. Yeah, you're one not going to escape yourself <laughs> ever. If you can't do that, that's why you're insecure. So if once you once you can, we're able to do that, you'll you'll fly. Yeah. Do you do any like self-care? I'm so curious if you journal or anything. I do journal. I write down my goals as if they're, I I really, I am, I am the OG main character guys. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like I I invented it before TikTok did. And I, um, write my life like it's a script, not in the, like in five years, I'm going to do this, but like, I'm going to be best dressed at the Met Gala. I'm going to run a very profitable business. I'm going to buy myself a house in the Hamptons. I'm going to, sell out Madison Square Garden because I'm doing a yeah. live show. Like, and I'm, if you yeah. fully like believe that, no, like, you can happened. speak it out loud. It literally happens all the time. I'm like, I'm going to be in the top whatever Spotify. Yeah. And you speak it, but you can't just say it. You have to like literally believe it. Believe it and do the fucking work. Yes. That too. That too. And I don't really... Do you believe in manifesting? 100%. Okay. I feel like there's only manifesting to an extent. Like, because I think a lot of people think of manifesting as like just saying that they're going to do something and hoping that it comes no, true. No, no, no. It's happening. Like, you have to 
literally no, 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 it's 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 literally everything I wanted I've gotten because it's just like there's no other option like it's happening you are the writer director producer star of your life but manifesting for us I feel like is saying it working towards it and then like fully believing it mm-hmm. and I think sometimes the other people's definition of manifesting is just being like I'm manifesting that this happens to me. And then they just like hope that one day it's going to wake up and it's going yeah, like, to be given. It's to not that. magic guys. It's work. And like, it's, 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 it's striving towards a goal, which everyone is capable of doing. Yeah. Love it. Well, you're the queen of confidence in personal life, career life, and also with men and dating and <laughs> literally just like being so bold in just so unapologetically yourself. And I admire that so much. And I think that there's a lot of people that allow men to kind of like, take advantage of them or step all over them Mm -hmm. and like not speak up. Um, So I want to talk about dating a little bit. And I know that you're from New York City. Mm -hmm. So I want to know what it's like dating in New York City. I think that everyone say it's pretty awful, but I think that (laughs) this is the thing. It's like, it's, it's hard because it's really easy to, you can have three dates in one night here, right? Like everything is really close. Everyone's walking subway. Like it's very, everything's really in close proximity. There's tons of options. There's a yeah. lot of beautiful girls here, more so than guys, I'm just saying. And, <laughs> and it's tough, but like, you know, I think the pandemic also slows down dating. I think it's harder to date, but I just think like everyone's going to find their person. Mm-hmm. And ultimately like the guy that you cried about last year you're is you're never you probably won't don't even remember his name you know what i'm saying yeah like it's just like you have to literally you can't settle you cannot fucking settle i don't care if someone is like sends you flowers i'm like but if you're not 100 on them like next like do not settle for anything less than a fuck yes and if yeah. it's a fuck yeah if it's not a fuck yes it's a no i love that i it's love not. that i feel like there's a lot of people that ask me they're like i don't know i'm kind of no, feeling a certain way and i feel like anytime you go to an internet stranger and you ask for advice you that's your answer right there i like, always say know. if you're asking the question you know the answer yeah that's that's a good answer so anybody out there who's like thinking about dming us after this episode being like um but it's kind of anyway yeah but you probably know but people like reassurance which is fine yeah absolutely and i think also sometimes it's just good to have reassurance from like someone that doesn't know you just totally unbiased 100 percent why I did the confidence coaching because people are like I have a therapist I have best friends but I want someone who's like just kind of giving me this raw unfiltered advice and I was like I'm happy to do it and I you know I just think that people this is why you have to date yourself first and I just taught you how in the mirror mm-hmm. you have to date yourself first because oh, once you become so you only get validation from within mm-hmm. and everything else is an additive but ultimately if someone walked away from you you would be okay and you have to know that and you have to believe that yeah because then if you don't and you become super needy and you're like, oh my God, without him, I'm going to die. I'm never going to be happy. What happens is you start settling for bad behavior. Guys walking all over you, guys treating you like shit or girls. Or, you know, I don't mean to just say one gender, but you know, because you're so afraid to lose them. Yeah. So once so you get in the headspace of like, I'll be okay if he leaves or she leaves, like, I'm going to be okay. It's going to suck. But like ultimately, I am the source of my unhappiness. That's where you have to get to before you start dating. Yeah, I just talked about this in a recent episode, actually, how I was saying that like for so long, I determined my self-worth and like my success and how happy I was with myself based on the validation from the people that I was seeing and like the compliments I was receiving mm-hmm. and the assurance that I was getting from other people. But you are not so, in control of it, right? Yeah. It's always going to be, it's a no-win game. So then when I wasn't getting it, I was just never fulfilled with my life. And never. I was always looking at like, what can I do more? Like, how can I be better? And I think that's a good mindset in a, in a sense if it's happy and it's coming from yourself and it's like, how can I make myself more happy? But it's not like, what more can I do so he 
oh, is happy. Never. Where he thinks I'm successful. Oh, Where no. he thinks I'm pretty. Who you know? Fuck about what he, and by the way, your person, you never have to convince. Yeah. You never oh, have to convince that. them, like, to stay or to be like, I hope he thinks that he'll just love you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Regardless. And, um, so you kind of talked about this in the beginning, but what is your advice to people out there who are, like, they feel just so much pressure to find their person, like, you're in your 20s, you see people around Bro, you. No. How do you still have fun with dating? Really? No, no, no. Like, I know. You know. I know what you're going to say, but I want you to say it. Got it. Guys. You're going to get to a point where you're married and then you're going to have kids if you want. (laughs) And that's going, your life will no longer be just about you. Mm -hmm. Your twenties are for being selfish, for fucking up, for doing for the plot, for having fun, for going on adventures, for hooking up, for being safe, hooking up, but just like to be the main character of your movie. And when you're in a relationship, half of it, and I know because you're in one right now, you're giving a lot. You're checking in on someone. You're, your life is no longer just about you. And I think relationships are so amazing. I love watching a relationship on TikTok. It literally <laughs> gives me hope. Like, I'm like, oh, my, they're so fucking cute. I want to hang out with them. I want to have a sleepover with them, too. They're adorable on the you couch. You can come. 100%. <laughs> when I'm an awesome ring, yeah. We'll double date. Hopefully, Connor can fucking pull through for me. But, mm-hmm. like, right? I'll ask him. I'll put in a good word for you. So, but that being said... It's so important. And I know you were single before. Like it you that yeah. time you'll never you'll never get back. You just enjoy it and trust the timing of your life. I promise you, you will find someone. But just let it go. You just let it just let it play out. Yeah, and I feel like you never really find the right relationship for you until you actually like Stop. are so happy yes. with being in that point. 100%. That like the right person comes along and you're like I'm so happy being myself. You better be 11 out of 10, baby. Yeah, you better just be, like, adding to the happiness that I already have. Yes, yes, Not Not providing it, just, like, adding to it. It's all an additive. It has to be an additive. Yeah. I love that. So what are some of your red flags for relationships when you're going on dates? Obviously, you have been on a lot of dates. A lot of dates. You've seen a lot of red flags. A lot of So what are, like, the key ones that absolutely... Absolutely not. Stay away. I mean, I think that, like, asking questions, it seems so insane to say. But, like, see, I don't pull out my card game on a first date because I want to see what is he going to ask me. Is he curious? Is he intelligent? Is he asking me more than just, like, what do you do on the weekends? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think, like, I want a planner. I want someone who's going to be like, hey, 7 p.m., this restaurant, like, is that work for you? Great. Oh, love that's that. so attractive. But I it's love like, but that's it. like, do you realize that we're at, like someone it's like, literally the bare minimum I know but it's so crazy it's we're like just ooh crazy. I go crazy for like a guy doing what he's Red supposed flags, to do like, <laughs> I don't like when they're like overly sexual on a first date or even a, like in the beginning like mm-hmm. overly sexual is like such a turn off um you know flaunting their success and money and like I think there's just ways to be humble you know myself yeah. too and like you know because I'm I am successful in what I do and I think like I am proud of it but I just like it's not like the core of my identity. There's so much more to like people. Yeah. Um, whether if I was like, you know, table manners, being polite. So like, you know, the oh usual shit. Like I think like, but it's really like, are they curious? Do they make me laugh? Mm-hmm. Laughing is so important. Like I was in relationships where like, it was nice, but like I wasn't crying laughter. And like, that's ultimately for me, like what I want. Yeah. Like, I want someone to make me laugh my fucking ass off. Forever. Forever. I love that. Those are all such great things. Okay, I need to know. Everybody that follows you on TikTok knows that you were just in Miami. You just got back. Wow, you're need, getting the tea. Yeah, we need the tea. I feel like I'm the first like podcast or anything that you've been on since you got you back are. from Miami. Everybody is so invested in this. So, Serena. Why do you think that people... Okay, sorry. No, no, give, the, give, the, give the intro. No, 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 I was just going to say... Okay, so you met him on 
on Raya. On Raya. I was going to ask your opinion on Raya because I was on that fucking wait list Trash. for three years. Trash. And I'm like, why? Why? I mean, I don't need it anymore. No. But from what I've heard, that's it's That's why. Good. Because you're on a wait list for three years. So it's like, that's what, that's why they want to create that hype. It's, it's, it's a smart marketing perspective but it's like yeah. you get there and you're like this yeah this, this is, is it this is like it's like when you went out of a bar for like hours I, you're like are you kidding i saw a tiktok that um there's no heights for the guys on raya yeah and they've Every, determined that everyone is short that's literally bold face lie and i know oh, who made okay. that tiktok and audrey i'm looking at you i <gasps> saw it <laughs> no i mean i love audrey but like literally like it's funny that you say that because like the guy that I saw in Miami was six one. Okay. My best friend dated a guy from Raya. He was also six two. So I don't know. Like it just I yeah. I think it's interesting the height thing. And I honestly, to be honest with you, I kind of like it. I like that there's no height. I think that we're again so yeah. judgmental, so fixated, and like so fixated. And like ultimately, like do I like taller guys? Obviously, I know you do too, bitch. But like. <laughs> But like, is, I is, it, a, as small as is I it really can. a deal breaker if like I wear heels and like we're the same height when I'm wearing heels? Like, no. If they make me the happiest ever, like, yeah, maybe I could look past it. So I, I appreciate that. Well, you know what? We're all gonna shrink someday when we're old and wrinkly. So you're probably gonna end up being the same height anyway. There you fucking go. <laughs> so Miami tea. Why do yes. you think? I'm curious for you. Why do you think people are so invested in this? I think it's because you literally just like met this guy and you up and went and met him. And I think a lot of people want to do that. Like they meet somebody that they are really interested in, and they're like, I just want to go and meet him. Like you don't want to form a connection over the phone, and you just know that if you see him in person, like you know right away if there's a connection, mm-hmm. there's chemistry. Or not and I think a lot of people want to do that but they can't they don't have the balls to do it they don't have the confidence to do it they maybe like are tied down to a work so they actually can't do it like their schedule doesn't allow and so I think people are just like literally living through you because they're living out like what they want to do mm-hmm. and it just people are not always bold enough to do that I mean I don't know if I necessarily am mm-hmm. so um I think that's why people are invested and also too people just love you as a person so anytime people are invested in a person they, they want to see them happy they want to see it play out exactly and just the way that you storytell too is so like engaging and captivating that I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my, what's so happening next it was definitely like the first time it reminded me a lot of let's fucking date like I was like oh my god I'm literally doing season four on TikTok mm-hmm. you know and I, I I feel like even though like I have a bigger following on TikTok like I still sometimes I'm like what am I doing on this app like how can I have like a true presence on this app and it's been mm-hmm. a lot of like exploring because I really wanted to do sex but it, a lot of it gets taken down because right. of community guidelines which is totally fair you know like I, I get it there's obviously children on the app but <laughs> it's me trying to normalize sex but I get that I'm like you know sometimes go against the grain but you know I I was like what do I do and I just was like I you know I dating is just what I do so why not put on TikTok and it it felt high stakes it felt fun and I was surprised because I literally was like guys like a guy just invited me to Miami like should I go and everyone was like wait you have to go and I was like oh fuck okay we're going yeah and it was really fun I I want to say something you know I I felt a lot of guilt after I went I haven't talked about this, so... Okay. No, that's... I I mean, that's true. That's honest. That's, like, real. I felt a lot of guilt because, like, I I feel like, you know, it is my responsibility as especially, like, an older-ish voice on the app. Like, a 20-something-year-old. Oh, you're not old. If I'm not old. But, like, we're just, like, a role model to some degree for some young girls. Like, I Mm -hmm. felt like I never want to send someone into, you know, a unsafe situation. And I felt like I... Just, like, I, 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 I don't feel guilty anymore. I think guilt is a useless feeling. But I just, like, want, you know, I spoke about it in the comments a little bit. But, like, 
when I went there, you know, I don't think you should ever stay at a person's apartment when you're first meeting them. That was like something I learned, right? Like I think like my takeaway was like it's fucking weird. Like where do you go to the bathroom? Like where yeah, you, like you don't you have, have like you're so expo- <laughs> where do you poop? Like you were so ex- fucking exposed. Like like I literally went to the gym. Like I can't, I can't. Like I was literally like. You're very exposed. You're doing your 12-step fucking skin routine in front of them. And you just met them, which is why it was so exhilarating and fun. Yeah. Because it was like, first of all, it was the most YOLO. And I think that when we go on dates, and I know a lot of people are going to be not in their heads to this, they present the best version of themselves, the version that they think that the person will like. Yeah. Stop doing that. Stop doing that because your person <laughs> is going to fucking like you. For who you are. Yeah. And if they, and, or they're going to find out. So what was interesting <laughs> with this situation, it was like, I couldn't hide. I was going to be fully me. Makeup in the morning, crusty, gross, pooping. Da, da, da. I didn't like, obviously not the pooping part, but like, just like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just like, this is like me. And what happened was we actually ended up really like having a great hitting fucking time and having really hitting it off. And I think I like, that. he lives in New York, which I didn't tell the, I didn't tell anyone. <gasps> yeah, he I, lives in New York. Yeah. Okay, well, I won't get, like, too hyped up over it, but I am hopeful because now I'm like, okay, it's going to continue. And then, like, maybe this will progress, but in a very, like, natural way. I think, like, listen, you got to date all around. You got to date the vibe. You got to see what's up. Like, I think, like, he was great. It was fun. I love that he got into the TikToks. At first, he was like, yeah. I'm not going to meet your TikToks. I was like, okay, whatever. And then he was like, you should you should tell them, like, how it's going. And I was like, oh, now you want to be a part yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, I think, too, because I think he maybe, like, started to like you. And he's like, I kind of want people to know that, like, this yeah. maybe like could potentially go somewhere so maybe that's why he was also he like sent those flowers <gasps> and really yummy brownies we can have one after oh my god but no I okay think, so like, he's in deep he likes you i mean he's at your flowers who doesn't fucking like me jenna come on Just no that's there that's are some people <laughs> no, I'm, no i'm kidding but like i think like you know why he likes me i'm gonna tell you why because I was literally unabashedly myself. And mm-hmm. confidence is the sexiest thing with men. And I find myself sometimes going on dates laughing at jokes that are not funny. Yeah. Like ordering a drink that seem or not eating food because it like I'm afraid to eat. Like, fuck that. Be your motherfucking self. Because guys think that's hot, ultimately. Yeah. And you, do you agree? Like, no, I, I do 100% agree. I actually remember, like, a year ago, I when I was dating, um, <clears throat> I made a TikTok, and it was like, oh, this is how you, like, impress guys. And I look back on it, and I'm like, oh, my God, that is so, like, ridiculous of me. And I was saying, like, you treat these dates like you're recruiting a girl for a sorority. And when you ask them all these questions, and you act like you're so, like, into them and interested in them, then they're going to leave that date and be like, this was the best date I've ever been on. And then they're going to tell all of these people like, yeah, this girl was so awesome. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, why do I care if he even likes me when I didn't even like him? Like, what is the point? I don't want to date him. Do I just like want to protect my own ego and my own, you know, like name? And I want people to think highly of me. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of stopped. I stopped doing that. Because why I, you have to date yourself first. <clears throat> why you have to become your best friend. Talk to yourself in the mirror 100%. Yeah. Because you're looking for validation. When like, you're like, do you even like him? And I remember I used to do the same thing. My roommate was like, I was like, well, then how do I change? And I'm like, she's like, if he tells a joke and it's not funny, don't laugh. Don't you, like, it's, like literally act like it's someone you know. And yeah. like, just act, like, don't act like it's a date. Just be like, okay, like, cool. Or like, just literally act as yourself. And mm-hmm. like, ultimately, like, if you just have that mindset, like, I went in the mindset, like, this is such a ridiculous situation that like, we're not getting out of here dating. Yeah. With that mindset, I mean, we're not dating, but, like, it's continuing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's really interesting. It's, like, if you can go in and, like, bye, it's not even anything, then it kind of, like, works to your advantage. But ultimately, you just need to be comfortable, like, and just do you and just be – don't overthink things. It's just a conversation. Just yeah. getting to know someone. You know what I mean? Absolutely. 
I, I love that. I'm so happy for you. I'm happy I, for you. Like We'll see where it goes. Okay, so I know that you have, like, you have shit to do. You have places to go. The last thing that we're going to talk about. But we're having fun on the weekdays. Yes. Okay? <laughs> exactly. We're having fun on the weekdays. It is Thursday, it but is Thursday. you have stuff to do after this, so we're going to wrap it up soon. Okay. But we're going to talk a little bit about, like, sex and just how do you give advice to girls about like how to open up and start being comfortable with themselves? Because honestly, I'm 24 and even talking about it, I still kind of like feel a little weird. But why do you feel weird? I, okay. Oh my God, you just answered my own damn question. So I feel like really none of my friends ever talked about masturbating or like having sex or doing anything until maybe my senior year of college. And I think that maybe I was just a little naive thinking that like no one did that because I didn't do it. And because I wasn't hearing other people doing it, I was like, oh, that's weird. Like that's literally weird. And so I never like, you know, explored that myself until I was like a full adult, like completely out of a relationship. And then it's not your fault. Oh yeah. But but I'm saying like the reason why it's not talked about is because women's sexuality scares men. Like it's like we, they don't want women that are sexual because when we're sexual, we have power and it's threatening. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's all super taboo. Like men can talk about fucking porn. Yeah. Remember we used to play the penis game when we were like penis, penis, you'd like scream the ladder. We, why were we saying vagina? So it's so normal that it's, like, not talked about. But that doesn't mean that no one does it. Yeah. But the more you talk about it, the more shame you're going to remove from it. Like, you see, like, we're talking about it right now. You're not going to, yeah. like... No, I know. You know? I'm like, oh, this is growth, Jenna. You're doing good. It's, <laughs> like, think about it. Like, sex really is, if you're in love with someone, it's really just a love language. It's another way of expressing love. Yeah. And it's also creating life, which is, like, the most powerful thing you can do. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of, like... And it's pleasure. It's fun. And think about yourself. It's a very too. like. It's like it's 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 so weird because it's literally like a fucking hole in it. Like it's like this. It's like, but it's 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 a lot of positive things come from it. Mm-hmm. A baby, an orgasm, just like intimacy. So if you start reframing it as a positive thing versus like a who thing, then I think it'll be easier for you to talk about. Yeah, for sure, and not like something that's so shameful. But why is it shameful? Like, there's nothing yeah. shameful about it. You know, if it's safe and you're someone you trust, like literally. There's nothing shameful about sex. Yeah. And you know who you can trust if you can't trust other people, yourself. 100%. So I like that you said that it's literally 100%. just a way of showing love. And if you are, you just keep preaching like love yourself, date yourself. Literally. Okay. Well, you don't need to like go out and have meaningless, horrible sex with somebody that's like not Baby actually girl, doing you anything got, for you. You got a little device and you're good to go. <laughs> Speaking of, I wanted to ask you, okay. So I... I have to be completely honest with you. I literally do not own a vibrator. I don't have like anything. Have an, is that insane of me? Ones. Yeah. Is that is, is not insane? Well, it's not insane. So for anybody like okay that wants to maybe like explore their sexuality a little bit, get more comfortable. Do you have recommendations of like what are your favorites and yeah. like how do you kind of just like ease into it and it's not all just like all at once like okay I'm just gonna go full for it and just be crazy. You, what? Okay, see this is like, well, I, I think people are scared to do that. Okay, okay let's talk about this. <laughs> full force and go crazy. Why is touching yourself <laughs> with like an no. advice? No, but listen. But this is the thing. It's like. It's it's either you have a vibrator or you don't. Like I get it, okay. Like this is funny. This is for jokes, okay. But this is honestly people <laughs> like this, right? But it's like we gotta like remove the like ah crazy. It's like literally like an amazing device that it just helps you get stimulated and excited. You know what I'm saying? Like well, shit. So, I feel like right, but like like it, you yeah. have to be aware of the way like even you like it's the just, way like, that I just talked about it. You should absolutely have a vibrator. They're really really fucking cute ones. There's cute ones from this. Um, 
It's called Balesa, and they, they look like little shells. Like, I have one in my room. I think I have an extra one for you, but we have to see if I've used it or not. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> going to send you one because I worked with them before, and like, you guys should look at it. They also have, like, ethical, great porn, you know, that's not, like, the gross, scary porn. They have really great porn on their website. Um, and, like, again, like, it's not scary. It's not, like, it's your vagina. It's your body. And you got to remove the shame and God remove the fear. Fear of what? What's going to happen? Your vagina's not going to eat you. You know what I mean? It's not going <laughs> to come through and like kill you. It's really just like your body. You have to get to know it. Get a fucking mirror. Look at it. Get used to it. Yeah. Vibe with it. Sing you a know, song to it. I do have to be honest. Um, I took a mirror down there for the first time in like Great. literally so I'm proud long. of you. That's good. You want to know why though? It wasn't because I was just I like curious to check it out. It's okay. Oh, you don't want to know. I don't have to tell you. Tell I don't me. have to tell you. No. Because you were curious to check it out. That's why. Yes, I was curious to check it out. Um, and That's then after, I, I was like, oh, it's kind of pretty down there. Yay! <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I was like, wow. Okay. And then you know what I did? I literally Googled. This is so funny of me. I literally Googled, like, different types of vaginas. Because I literally wanted to see, like, what like what shape. Do you ever do that? Yeah. Like, just, I don't I know. Think that no, I just don't look at other. I just, like, I don't care. Like, it's just that it's. I just think that, like, I now I'm I feel like I've missed a portion of my life in a way to like be closer with my friends and something that we could like bond over. Absolutely and not. Be more intimate. You, over. Absolutely not. You can literally you can make up for lost time. Absolutely not. Okay. There's Love no. That. There's no. There was no window of when you can start talking about sex. Just literally text them after and say, like, "I just talked about sex with us." Okay. <laughs> who who here masturbates? What vibrators are you using? Done. Okay, it's starting here, and you're everybody not like listening. ninety. You're literally twenty four. <laughs> this is the prime time. I know. Okay, I love it. Um, and also on that note too, that's like literally the perfect way to figure out what you do and don't like so that when you are with a partner, like how many times have you had sex with somebody that it's not enjoyable and then after it, you just feel like shit because you're like, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like you is, liked right. the person. And yeah, it and didn't, it's okay. You don't have to, but it's ultimately you have to communicate what you like. You can't expect someone to know what you like. And how do you know what you like unless you do it to yourself? So one. And two, like, this is why, like, when you have sex, like, it's good to do it with someone that you feel comfortable communicating things to. And that's Mm -hmm. why the card game is also really great. And I really recommend you guys buying the card games because it really opens you up vulnerably before you have sex with someone if that's what you choose to do. And it makes you talk about sexual things that maybe you wouldn't want to bring up. You know, I think you would fucking love the game. Love the games. I can't wait for you to play. Me too. I literally can't wait either. I want to catch a plane home right now. Um, So what is like a way that you think a lot of people, okay, they know that like their partner is doing something wrong, but they're scared to bring it up because they just don't want to like hurt that person's feelings or their ego. How do you bring it up to your partner in a way that is like, you know, still loving and endearing, but like it's not also about them, kind it's of about educational. You. Okay, so I like it slower. I like it a little faster. I like it when you say like dirty little things to me, like this. Again, having the car game is the way to do it. And I'm okay. not trying to like self promote. No, literally, do it because it's a way to be like, oh, the card said, what do you like in bed? Without you having to like ask, right? Yeah. Like that's what the cards do. They like start conversation without you having to bring it up. And for someone that's a little more shy about it. That's what the purpose of the service. I know everyone, not everyone can be asked, okay, and be like, hand me my pink dildo immediately. I get that, right? I get that. But, so that's why I created something that to make women feel, or anyone feel, like they can just bring things up without actually having to be, like, full force about it. Mm-hmm. So as somebody who's, like, obviously very open, I think that people just feel very comfortable coming to you because they know that you're not going to judge them, whatever Ever. the question Ever. may be. Mm-hmm. So what are some of, like, the most common questions that girls ask you about, like, sex? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with when should I have sex with someone. Okay. And I think what I've learned with my many years of dating is 
you know, I've had sex with a guy on the first night of the day and, you know, I always regret it. Always regret it. It's not that because I fuck him, he's not interested in me anymore. It's not like, you know, it's, it's multiple, like, you don't know the person from, on, from one date. You don't. They're mm-hmm. presenting the best version of themselves. So are you. And, you know, I think it's really important to really get to know someone before you have sex with them because sex is a language of love, of intimacy. Yeah. So get to, get to know them with your clothes on before you take your clothes off. Or if you're just like, fuck it for the plot, YOLO, do that too. I do it all the time. Yeah. But I think like if you really like, if you think, hey, wow, like I, you know, I kind of have feelings for them. I'm feeling something. I think it's better to, to hold out and wait. I, I agree too. And I feel like also it's just always so much better when there's like an emotional intimacy. Like it's always. just always better. Always so always much better. better. It like really just deepens the connection. Always. And you're never going to, I mean, not necessarily, I guess you could start a connection based on physical like sexual connections but i do think that it's a little bit like deeper and more vulnerable when it's about communication and like verbal communication for sure well we're gonna wrap it up some of my last questions are um what are your what is your advice for having fun like with your sex life because maybe you're in a long-term relationship and like the flame has kind of died or maybe you're single and like you want to buy my fucking card game first of all okay like literally i have couples that are like we've been married for 30 years and like having like we had the best sex of our lives it's like let's go i feel like i'm gonna be responsible for the new generation of babies honestly this year okay with the people breaking (laughs) beds people like fucking on the roofs like it's a really great way (laughs) to spice up your sex life i'm just saying it is and that's why i created a game that you can play completely by yourself. Mm-hmm. So play that game by yourself first, and you can play with a partner or with friends or whatever. But that's why, because you got to normalize it. If you want to have great sex, you have to say, I want to have great sex, but also have great sex with myself. Yeah, and I, I guess also, too, like, be open to trying different things as yeah. well. Because, I mean, how many times are you going to have sex in the same position? And it's kind of You just don't want to do it anymore because then you're like, this isn't exciting. Oh, no. It's you just, like, the act of it, and it's not, like, pleasurable. It's literally just, like you know, an action and then it's done and it's over with. No, like, thank no. God. Yeah. I have to have fun. Also, I think I want to say this. If you're listening to this and you've never masturbated before, I don't want you to feel ashamed. I don't want you to feel like, well, I haven't masturbated and I'm 25, 35, whatever, or like 15. I don't fucking care. I, there's no wrong time to start. Just like you're going to text your friends after this and be like, yo, what vibrators do you guys use? Right? <laughs> there's never wrong. You're never wrong. You're never like, you know, this is why I create the content that I create and why I create the games because I want you to know that it's okay and that if you haven't explored yourself or you've never had an orgasm, you still can have one. Nothing's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It's just like, we don't talk about it. So if we don't talk about it. We don't know what to fucking do. And that's why I like to talk about it and I want to normalize it. Yeah, I love that. I feel like this is such a good kind of like intro type of episode. Yeah. yeah, because good for you. it's what not like for you, John. I know, right? I feel like I just grew a lot. Like I'm a woman now, but I feel Yay! like this is a good intro. And then I feel like also too, like people that listen to my podcast are going to have questions, and then it will also just open up the yeah, conversation. The we can so, do round two when I'm coming to Austin. Yes, I love it. We can and turn then up the heat a little bit. That maybe that time we can answer like people's questions specifically. Right. And yeah, give our Perfect. give both of our takes. I can't wait. All right. Well, Serena has a very busy schedule, and so do I. We got to hit the town. Yeah, she's got to hit up New York. She's gonna go out with her friends, like comedy show. Yeah, I'm looking to have like a belly laugh to the point that I wake up tomorrow with a six pack because I am Love. literally Love so bloated. I think I'm about to get my period next week or something. But That's okay. you look beautiful and amazing. Oh God, I just fucking did it again. You did it again. I look so good, and I look extra curvy right and you now. Feel bloated. <laughs> you feel bloated. That's I okay. feel bloated. But- 
feelings go away and you're beautiful forever. Exactly. Okay. Love that. Thank you for the Love reminder. Thank you so much, Jenna. Thanks for coming over. This right there, that's probably going to be the thumbnail. <laughs> okay. Love it. Thank you, everybody, for listening and tune in next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>